My name is Allie, and welcome to Funny Fat Friend, a podcast about this bodacious biracial babe trying to find herself in film. Hi, I'm back. What's it been? Like a year? I think it's been over a year. It's definitely been over a year because like the last ones I put out wasn't that Oscars stuff last year. I could have I could have looked it up and just put it in my notes, but I didn't do that. So I don't know. I don't think so. Here, hold on. Let me let's click around. We're we're in this together. Did you think I was going to be more refined? I went away and like practiced my craft or something and came back more refined than ever. No. It's going to be worse. <laughs> Hopefully not, maybe. I'm sorry. We're, you know, we're getting our footing. We're trying um we're trying new things and we're going to see how it goes. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks to uh, the new folks. Hello. I get notifications when um, new people have subscribed and things during this last year. And I felt bad. Um, But welcome. You now get new stuff too. Yay. Okay. Podcast. I'm looking it up. Um, I have to scroll so far because I have not kept up with my stuff what a treat there we go here i am here she is okay what is the last episode it was yeah best picture oscars 2022 nominations march 24th of 2022 so yeah over a year a year and some change the change is what is that two months a little over two months well if it was a baby, it would people would say fourteen months old. Ugh, what am I saying? Okay, maybe let's go back to the notes. Um, hi again. <laughs> We're back. The podcast. I'm gonna talk about movies again, and I was like, you know what? Um, let's just go all in with absolute bangers. We are coming back from a year plus hiatus with the entire fast and furious film franchise <sighs> those who don't know roman numerals that is 10 movies i said that that joke works if you knew that the 10th movie is fast x um and x is a roman numeral for 10 Aren't you so glad? If you're still playing the podcast at this point, hey, thanks. I appreciate it. If you left, you're not hearing this, but I but I get it. Okay. So, yeah, we're doing Fast and Furious. I, folks have said they're really into the, like, franchises doing those. They find them very fun. Um, so I was like, all right, let's come back with, like, the most ridiculous and super long one that exists. Besides, like, James Bond. I don't want to do James Bond, so we're doing this instead. Why not? Great. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, let's kick it off. Let's just get in there. All right? The first Fast... It's called... The first one is not called Fast and Furious. I was incorrect. This is going to be a consistency amongst these. We're all going to be wrong about what 
the films are titled. Okay, get used to it. You're going to be wrong. I'm going to be wrong. It's going to be great. We're in it together. So the first Fast and Furious film is called The Fast and The Furious. Okay, there are more of these than you think there's going to be. So it came out in 2001. Oh, I, my notes turned off. Oh my gosh. We're still not editing BB. All right. Yep. There we go. Came out in 2001. It was a smash hit. They made it with a budget of $38 million, which does not make any sense, especially as I get into like facts about the production of this film. It literally does not make any sense how they made it with only $38 million, but they did. Uh, and it made... million at the box office. That's bonkers. They blew it out of the water. Okay? Like, also watching this in 2023? No. It made too much money. (laughs) I don't... I... I don't know. Also, watching it knowing that there are nine more films created from this original, like, well of content that was The Fast and The Furious. I, my brain hurts. It doesn't, how? How? But it's okay. We, we can ask that together now. We're together again. So let's go through it. Let's talk about this film. If you have not seen The Fast and the Furious in a while, or if you've never seen it, don't worry. I'm still going to talk about literally every single moment. (laughs) I'm trying, okay, I'm trying to like kind of pare down the summary a little bit, but also that's like what I like. And I've always been this way. Like when I was a kid, people would be like, oh, you went and saw that movie? Tell me about it. I would literally sit there for 30 minutes telling you every single thing that happened. (laughs) I'm not good at summarizing things and I don't want to be. So um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm just going to do it how I do it. I I have tried like paring down a little bit. Also, it just takes forever because I have to like pause the movie if I take too long to like take notes. Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. A lot of these are pretty incoherent too. Just like glancing at these notes. I like forgot people's names pretty quickly. And so I might have to correct myself on names a lot. Um, there are too many people. Okay. Do we have enough caveats? Do you think we have enough caveats before we get into it? Okay, great. (laughs) The fast and the, I said the this time instead of the. Mama, calm down. All right, The Fast and The Furious. Let's go. It starts with a vroom vroom. (laughs) It does. It's the best part of the film. So they're starting strong. It's all downhill from here. It literally does start with vroom vroom. Ah, it's really, it's, you know, they're not hiding anything. They're showing their cards and it's great. So yeah, we get a vroom vroom out the gate. And like a really, one of the most bizarre opening titles, because this is like 2000. So this is not current film style like we're used to. 
we're like we've talked about this before of like we kind of have moved away from like the opening title um in recent filmmaking probably like i don't know what what do we say what do we say for when we stop doing that i don't know like was it like 2010s was it even a little no i'd say probably like around the 2010s i think probably like late 2000s (sighs) i should know Uh, i think i'm right okay but this has like an opening title right out the gate but the style of how they did it they they wanted to be creative which is nice um and it's like they definitely had seen like um what is that called? What is that called when you're making a PowerPoint presentation and you, you make a, like a cool title? It was something special. It was like word art, word art. It's like they saw word art and they were like, ooh, we can make the words kind of bubbly and shiny. Let's do that. And let's not only do that, let's make them completely illegible for 30 seconds. <laughs> And they just, like, whip around the screen. You only get parts of them. They're backwards and upside down. And then finally, you see it clearly. And it says, the fast and the furious. Like the shiny chrome. Like a car. You had it? Great. All right, cool. Hmm. All right, then we're at a shipping yard is, is what is behind the title. Like, uh, I don't know if it would be on the ocean. I imagined it was on the ocean. But yeah, it's just like a bunch of shipping containers. And um, we see that the containers are full of, like, electronics. It's all, like, Sony products. There is so much product placement in this film. It's unbelievable. I guess that's how the budget was only 38 mil, was that they just got mad endorsement deals. No, it's still not it's still not enough money to cover the cars. It's not enough money to cover the cars. Well, yes. No, no way. Anyway, there's like a bunch of TVs and like DVD players and stuff in these shipping containers and there's a man who shows up with like a hard hat on and he pulls out his big old little cell phone and he goes, "Ah, yeah, we got a big old shipment. It's going to be a cash cow." And he doesn't have an accent like that cuz this is California, but Okay, um, yeah. So, yeah. Then we see a semi with one of these containers uh, that looks like, honestly, this opening scene, I think, was shot last. And there was no more money because it is blatantly shot on, like, a handheld camera of someone sitting in a passenger seat, like, window filming like the road that they're on like you can see it like the way it like moves it's like very like jarry and like it's yeah you're you're moving in a car and it's it's uncomfortable it made me sick like um anyway so yeah they must have like they were like oh shit how do we open the movie we forgot we forgot to start the movie and we're out of money now somebody put jerry in the passenger seat and strap him down Let's go. All right. All right. Okay. So a semi is driving down the road in the middle of the night and there are several sleek black cars, all with like 
green under lights. At one point I said what those lights were, but I did not write it down or remember. So I'm going to call them under lights. They all have cool green under lights and spoilers. And they pull up on this semi and they shoot a grappling hook through the front windshield of the semi. (laughs) And they pull the windshield out. Then they shoot a second grappling hook (laughs) into (laughs) the passenger seat of the semi. And then, like, rappel themselves into the cab of the semi. And while all of this is happening, (laughs) the driver of the semi truck (laughs) does not react. (laughs) Like, he's just, like, chilling. (laughs) Like, he's calm, cool, and collected. (laughs) Like, obviously... (laughs) Just like a very good stunt driver, right? He's just like, whatever, this is like, whatever. I'm just doing my job. <laughs> but you can see him, like, the whole time. So you'd think they'd be like, hey, maybe react. But I guess they couldn't. They had to do all these things, like, in, like, one shot, I'm sure. Because they're just so expensive to pull off. But it kills me. He just... He's just like boop 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 while all this is happening. Anyway, <laughs> the bad guy gets into the cab of the semi, and this is when finally the driver like reacts and like starts to swerve and stuff. <laughs> um, but they like they they beat him up, and uh, they end up like getting the semi. They take it. Um, he like. The bad guy shoots the driver of the semi with, like, a tranquilizer gun or something, and he, like, passes out. I I, I don't know. I don't know where they get all these things. It's, like, a really bold choice, because then the semi truck just doesn't have a driver. So it's just, like, (laughs) what? So the thief has to, like, grab the wheel and is thrown off course onto, like, a one-lane bridge. So then all the, like, cars of the other bad guys now have to, like, figure out how to be on this one-lane bridge coming up with a giant semi-truck. And, like, two of them go under the semi. So it's, like, a super jacked-up semi. And these are really, like, low-to-the-ground cars. Visually is very... I don't understand. It seems fun it's it looks like a children's toy honestly like the way that those cars fit perfectly under the little semi um yeah okay okay cool um and then like yeah they make it through the one lane bridge and then it's just the next scene it's just the next scene like there's no (laughs) anything like we don't see them like get the loot or anything like that Or, like, see them, like, everybody's okay and they get to a drop-off location. No, it just cuts to the next scene immediately. (sighs) And it's just, like, a a baseball stadium. We see a baseball stadium with a giant, like, empty parking lot. And fucking Paul Walker 
is sitting in this like ugly ass lime green car. And he has just like the most piercing blue eyes, like very lovely. And he's just like revving his little engine and, and they zoom in on his feet and he's wearing cool little Chuck Taylors and he's got all his pedals <laughs> and he takes off and he just like fucking whips it, man. He's just like whipping it around this like fucking parking lot. <laughs> and they like show the license plate for some reason. It says Arizona. So I was like, oh, we're in Arizona. Wrong. We're not in Arizona. We're in LA. But they also don't talk about it being LA until like fucking 40 minutes into the movie. We don't get any references to LA. We see like palm trees. But that's not enough for me, okay? There are lots of places that have palm trees. I have seen them with my eyes. I have a friend here in Louisville, Kentucky who has a fucking palm tree. But I guess, okay, it's not the same. I'm riled up. I'm riled up. We're only like five minutes into the film. I gotta chill out. We gotta have levels. <sighs> okay, so Paul Walker is driving around in his Arizona vehicle <laughs> in a baseball stadium. And he goes and he's trying to use his clutch all right. And you can tell he doesn't do use it quite right because the car like spins out and he gets real mad. And then I guess I'm supposed to know it's LA because he like... It shows, like, the skyline or something, but I don't fucking know the L.A. skyline. This is 2001. I don't know. I don't know any skylines. Leave me alone. Okay? All right. So, yeah, he spins out, and then we see the city, and it's 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 over. We just know that Paul Walker's here. He's hot, and he's fucking up driving a fast car. Next scene. <laughs> we see the shortest, cutest little red pickup truck that I've ever seen in my life. It is so close to the ground. Why are all the cars so close to the ground? If someone can let me know. Thank you. Oh, is it because it makes them faster? But why would the pickup truck need to be faster? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, we see the cute little pickup truck. It's Paul Walker again. It's driving it now, so he's got multiple vehicles. That's great for him. And um, he goes to this little restaurant and he gets out and suddenly there's this weird orange filter on everything like dusty orange like western I don't know it's very odd I don't know what happened to the footage of this scene that they had to do that to it but I'm sure that was the case they were like maybe someone just like spilled mac and cheese dust I don't know but they couldn't reshoot it. Yeah. So that's where we are. He's sitting at this little, like, restaurant. It's uh, it's it's the dude's last name. I don't remember. It's like Tarantino's. Um, and he goes up. This little restaurant. <laughs> I wrote down. It's Tortino's. That's what it is. Tortino's? But then I wrote Tostino's Pizza Rolls. <laughs> Because I'm hilarious. Okay, he goes to this restaurant, and the bartender immediately, just as soon as he walks up, goes, the tuna sandwich is crappy. And he's like, what? And she goes, you come in here every day. 
and ask how the tuna is. And it's crappy. It's crappy today, and it'll be crappy tomorrow. Ah, that is how you write dialogue, folks. That's how you have conversations with strangers, all right? That's how you do it. Go out there and make some new friends. Tell them the tuna fish is crappy. Um, but he sits down and he orders the tuna fish. Is it a flex? It's not because he orders a tuna fish with no crust. <laughs> oh, the things that made it through the edit. Let's cherish them. All right, let's all, I hope you pause the podcast now to make yourself a tuna fish sandwich with no crusts. And I hope it's crappy. Um, Then we see that Vin Diesel is sitting in the back of the restaurant, like he's working in the back. And he gets up and he goes around the corner of the bar and picks up a magazine about cars and takes it back to his little office and sits down. Introducing characters. Then about six fancy cars that, I don't know, I guess they're like race cars. They're they're all so close to the ground and they all are fun colors and they have spoilers on them. Uh, And we see Michelle Rodriguez and she's like one of the pack. There's like a whole pack of people they roll up and they all like all of their cars have these like really weird animals on the side of them that they never talk about. They never talk about these weird artistic animals. At one point we watched them put a decal of an animal on the side of one of these cars and nobody fucking talks about it and nobody has like animal nicknames nobody's like oh yeah what up cheetah or something what ah and it's like are they a gang but you think it'd be the same animal if they were i don't know maybe i'll find out maybe maybe we find out there are 10 more movies there's 10 there's nine there's nine more (laughs) there are nine more opportunities for me to find all of my answers. <sighs> okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. Maybe they'll get brought up. Maybe they'll show up again. I don't have faith, but maybe. <sighs> okay. Anyway, they like all gather around the engine of like one of the cars and they're talking about Nas, um, which is not the hip hop artist, um, <laughs> which I thought for <laughs> a little while. Um, no, it's like. Is it gas? It's like combustible gas that makes cars go faster. I don't know. So I could probably explain that better. But that's what I gathered from this film. Um, I was a bit educated. So thanks for that. Um, Yep. So they talk about Nas. And then one of them notices like the little ugly (laughs) red truck. (laughs) And he's like oh who is this guy is he like crazy for sandwiches is he sandwich crazy he's here every day oh so they roll up on him they roll up on paul walker and they say 
a couple of them are commenting and just like on how beautiful he is. And they're like, oh, wow, his haircut is really nice. Uh, but we find out the name of like the baddest of the gang. His name is Vince. And I guess he's like their, I don't know what he is. He's just like the dick. <laughs> he's the asshole of the group. And he starts staring down Paul. And he drops a bunch of cash and says, thanks. I'll see you tomorrow, Mr. Paul does. And then he walks away. And then I, it's 2001, okay? It's 2001. And Vince yells at Paul Walker that he needs to start going to Fat Burger and get a cheeseburger combo for $2.95 and stop coming around here. And then calls him the F-slur. Fucking what? Like, out of nowhere, this man eating a tuna sandwich, chatting up a lady at a restaurant. There's never a time, but I guess it was used to show us that this character is hot trash on fire. Full piece of shit. Vince is a full piece of shit, so of course... They start fighting immediately. Uh, and there's fighting in the street. <laughs> and Mia, we find out that's the name of the girl who's working at the restaurant, goes to who we find out is her brother, played by Vin Diesel, and is named Dom for Georgia. His full name is Dominic. But they call him Dom. She runs up to him and is like, Dom, you gotta do something. You gotta stop this fight. I'm sick of this shit. And so he goes, and he breaks up the fight, and he's like, you must really like that sandwich. <laughs> to be getting in a fight, I guess. Uh, uh. And there's, like, a weird, like, new metal song playing under all of this, like the... With, like, a hip-hop beat. That's It's something happening. Um, Yeah, it's... 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 it's, it's <sighs> It's embarrassing, um, but Dom breaks up the fight. He gets the gets Paul gets Paul's wallet to look in it. Finds out his name is Brian. I think it's Brian Earl Spilner, <laughs> and he says he sounds like it sounds like the name of a serial killer. <sighs> and he tells him not to come around again. And he sees that he works for Harry. Uh, it's on the truck. The little red truck has a name on it. It says Harry's. And he's like, well, you don't work for Harry no more. So I guess Dom is connected to Harry. Sure. Then Brian goes back to work at Harry's. And Harry's on the phone actively with Dom at that moment. So I guess Harry's is like within two minutes of Dom's establishment or something. <sighs> It's a lot. So he gets there and like he's still on the phone with Dom and then gets off the phone and is like, hey, Dom wants me to fire you. But I told him that like good help is hard to find, but you got to fucking stop going eating sandwiches. <laughs> and Brian's all like, mm, I need Nas. It's like, what? <laughs> he's like, I need two tanks of Nas. And Harry's like, no, I've seen you drive. You're going to explode that car. You got a heavy foot. And he's like, no, 
I need it. And then it just cuts. Uh, it just cuts to like nighttime. It, and there's all these like warehouses. And um, it's like cool, I guess. But, but a ton of fucking cars and people are like there. And it's just like everybody gets there and immediately like pops the hood of their car and everybody's like looking at it and they're like, oh shit. And then like one of them has like some hydraulics and then fucking Limp Biscuit starts playing. Fucking rolling, 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 rolling. Right? That's Limp Biscuit. I'm not gonna look it up. I don't want that in my search history, but I'm pretty sure that that is Limp Biscuit. So that starts playing. And they like show all these ladies looking real hot. And, like, vaguely, like, gyrating around, listening to the music. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, it switches over to, like, DMX is playing. <laughs> and there are all these cool dudes. And, uh, man. And we meet a couple new characters. We've got a guy named Hector. And he comes up. He's like, hey, I'm Hector. He comes up to Brian who gets out of his car. He's like, I'm Hector. And I got a last name that I can't even pronounce. Like, fucking what? <laughs> and then we made um, Edwin, played by Ja Rule. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking bangers. Ugh. So, yeah, we meet Edwin, played by Ja Rule. And both Edwin and Hector are like looking over Brian's car. And they're like, wow, this is like legit. It's, it's great, you know? Um, then Dom rolls up, and he's got, like, a whole, like, mechanic who, like, clears a path for him. And then, like, the whole crew is, like, behind him and all that. <laughs> and when Dom gets out, immediately, like, some ladies, like, try and get up on him. And then uh, Michelle Rodriguez comes out, and it's like, oh, wow, it smells like skanks. And then she says, why don't you girls pack it up before I leave tread marks on your face? Jeez. Uh, we find out her name is Letty. So that's great. And she's Dom's lady? Yep. All right, cool. Dom then is like, all right, everybody, it's a 2G buy-in, winner takes all. So I'm guessing that's $2,000. You have to pay $2,000 to race in this race. <sighs> The winner takes all. Um, but Brian doesn't have $2,000. So he's like, here's the pink slip to my car. Which I didn't know what that meant at first. Until everybody was talking about how like, oh, we get your car. I was like, oh. Because I don't know what, the f what is a pink slip. I have like a title to my car. It's not pink. But things are different. I don't know. Anyway, irrelevant. Okay, so they go to like, they, they're they like, okay, fine, sure. They look at the car and they're like, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good car. We accept your entry fee. <laughs> then we have some techno music and all the cars roll up to some like empty street in the city. And they like block the street off and a Pizza Hut driver comes up. <laughs> And it's like, what the hell's going on here? 
One of the guys gets out and just goes, streets closed, pizza boy. Find another way home. And the pizza driver goes, goddamn street races. And gets in the car and goes home. Woo! All right, all right, all right. Somebody is, like, sitting and has, like, one of those police, like, scanners and so they can hear what the police are up to. And they uh, spray paint a starting line in the middle of the street. And everybody, like, pulls up to it. Of course, everybody pulls up cool. There are only four people racing, turns out, even though there are literally, like, hundreds of these, like, race cars lining the street with hundreds of people. How did they tell everybody? This is 2001. Like, how did they get the message around? Was it postcards? What are we... That's weird. I don't know how people figured stuff out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a millennial. All right. Um. Yeah, so they all go up to the little race and starting line. Everybody pulls up super cool, of course, except for Brian, who drives past the line like an idiot and then has to back up uh, and everybody's clowning him <sighs> but yeah they they somehow organize all these hundreds of people it's really wild and they get ready to take off um and hector is the one who tells them to go and <laughs> oh no no there's oh my gosh this happens while they're waiting to start the race edwin played by Ja rule A woman comes up to the side of his car, takes his hand, and puts it full on her titty. <laughs> and it says, win or lose, this is yours. But if you win, you get her too. And then points at a girl in the crowd. What the fuck? And then it just goes back to Brian sitting in his car and he's just like telling himself like his daily affirmations. He's like, you are going to win this race. You are a strong and capable man. <laughs> yeah, like, huh, it's a very hard distinction and also completely unnecessary because we literally, after this scene, do not see Edwin again. But okay. <laughs> um, so great. The car race begins. And fucking, they, like, pull out. Uh, Paul Walker, Brian, has a full, like, laptop in his passenger seat. And he hooks it into, like, some other computer board on, on his dash. And then fucking Dom also has, like, he pulls up the whole seat of the passenger seat. And has, like, some, like, complicated complex in there with, I assume, Nas. They, like crank open some air tanks <laughs> it's very complex uh and then they start the race and they're going and they're all spitting flames out of their fucking exhaust pipes and shit i like literally this race like hurt my eyes like it was like so many flashing lights and loud noises and so much like blurry shit and i guess i don't know it was like <sighs> warbly and oh my gosh i hated it <laughs> anyway uh dom wins the race um uh, edwin gets it smoked pretty quick and as he's getting smoked 
he's screaming, Monica! Um, which we find out later uh, when the race ends that Monica was the name of that girl whose titty his hand was on. So that's a bummer for him. Um, but yeah, so Dom wins the race. Ryan comes in a close second. But in coming in second, he used too much Nas and fucked his car up real bad. Like, a whole, like, panel of the car fell off, and it was very dramatic. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Oh, and at the end, Monica disses Edwin when they're back, and she calls him the N-word. And she is not a black woman. So that was an experience that they kept in the film. That they wrote for the film and then kept it. Yep. Anyway, they pop the hood of Brian's car. And it's all sad because Brian's like real happy. Because he's like, ooh, I almost beat you, Dom. And Dom is like, you didn't though. You're a stupid little bitch. And yeah. He's like, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. When it's winning. <laughs> then he holds his arms out like he's fucking Jesus. It's really incredible. But then someone yells, cops, cops, cops. And so everybody gets up. But it's like, we knew the co- the cops were coming. What? Of course the cops are coming. Like, there are hundreds of people in loud machines on the street. It's great. It's fine. Let's, let's give in to the beauty and the fun. Cool. So they all are running from the cops. And uh, Dom takes his car to a, like, empty parking garage and, like, leaves in. He's just, like, walking down the street. And he's, like, acting all cool. And the cop car passes him. And he's, like, all right, I got away with it. But then the cop car spins around and starts chasing him. And he's, like, fuck. Luckily, Brian comes by and picks him up. And they're able to make it out of there. But then he makes the mistake of pulling into the wrong neighborhood and a bunch of people on motorcycles pull them over with guns. Uh, And we meet Johnny and Lance Tran, whose neighborhood it is. I guess they also have a gang. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, you're in our territory. You fucked up. And they're like, but this is a nice car. All right, goodbye. (laughs) And they leave. But then Johnny and Lance roll back over on their motorcycles with machine guns and shoot the car all up so that it explodes because the NAS is very flammable. So it explodes with, like, the flames are, like, green and shit. It's very odd. I don't know what it was. Maybe they ran out of money and they had to use, like, fireworks. It's cool. It's great. All right, yeah. Um... Anyway, Brian's like, what the fuck was that? Why are they so mad at you? And he's like, it's a long story. And he's like, dude, we have no vehicle and it's 20 miles to your house. So we might as well talk about it. He's like, all right. Well, it was a business deal that went sour. Plus, I made the mistake of sleeping with his sister. And that's it. That's the long story. Homie, that's one sentence. But then they're, like, in a taxi. They get, like, dropped off at Dom's house in a taxi. So they didn't walk. So that's good for them. Um, And there's, like, a party going on. And Mia, Dom's sister, sees them as they come in. And she's like, ooh, that cute boy's back. 
I gotta get out of these PJs and put some cute on. Uh, they go into the house. Dom immediately is mad at everybody who is partying because they just abandoned him, right? And they were like, he was like, once I wasn't around, you guys should have come out to get me. Brian picked my ass up, so now he's cool, and I'm mad at all y'all. And he takes all their beer and he gives it to Brian. Mmm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then Letty comes in and tells Dom that they're going upstairs so that he can give her a massage. (sighs) But before he goes upstairs, he's sure to tell Brian that Brian owes him a 10-second car, which I assume means that, like, it can go, like, a quarter mile in 10 seconds or so, or, like, what, I don't know. I don't know. It never gets explained. It never gets explained. But I'm assuming that just means, like, is it 0 to 60 in 10 seconds or something? I don't know. It's fine. Somebody tell me. Thank you. Great. So then Mia comes downstairs and is like, Brian, let's get a drink. And then she tells him that her brother likes him and he usually doesn't like anybody. Mia then takes him home. And the next day, Brian is back in his ugly little truck and he gets pulled over by the cops and they make him get out of the car and put his hands on his head. And, like, they cuff him and put him in the back of the squad car. But then they take him just to, like, a weird house. And we find out that he's an undercover cop. Ooh. So the cops, LAPD, finally we find out it's the LAPD, is working with the FBI to, like, bust this crime syndicate that is stealing all of this electronics and it's three honda civics with precision driving (laughs) that are like doing these heists and they have to figure it out soon because the truck drivers are about to start taking the matter into their own hands which why would they let them do that (sighs) okay great Brian is like, okay, we know that Toretto is at the center of this. He's like the head honcho everybody knows. He doesn't think that maybe, he thinks maybe he's not the one that's like popping the trucks, but he definitely knows who is or is connected to the person who is. Yep. And then like DMX plays again and they all drink these really ridiculous iced cappuccinos. I'm not, it sounds... Like, I just, like, randomly generated a bunch of words. That, that's his film. All right, let's keep going. Next scene. Brian then tows a metal, like, fucked up car to Dom. But apparently it has, like, an amazing engine in it. And with 15 grand, it'll be that 10-second car or whatever. And so he's all like, all right, you don't work for Harry anymore. You work for me in my garage. Then we meet this sweet boy. What is his name? I don't remember his name. It is later. I think I have his name written down. It's great. He's sweet. (laughs) He's like a great little engineer who works on Dom's team. And he puts in a floppy disk to his computer that says Supra on it, which is the car. And it brings up, like, all these intense 3D renderings and stuff that's completely absurd for, like, a 2001 computer to have. But anyway, it's great. But they have this, like, really sweet moment between this, like, engineer and 
Brian, where he's like, I have ADD, and I did bad in school, but I was really good at algebra and stuff, and engines just calm me down. And it's very, like, wholesome, so you, like, have feelings for this character. Then we're, like, at a cookout happening at Dom's house, and <laughs> the whole crew is there, and it's nice, and he makes sweet little engineer man say grace. Uh, and it's just like he just says grace about like cars. Yep. Mm -hmm. And Letty's all like, wow, you're praying to the car gods. <sighs> then Vince, who's the asshole that beat Brian up at the beginning of the movie, shows up and he's late and he's being a total bitch to Brian and he just stares at him. And you're just getting a bad vibe. We just get bad vibes from Vince. Then later on, they're like hanging out of the house. Brian and Mia are washing dishes together. And then Vince comes into the kitchen and starts talking shit about Brian needing to wash his car and that he can wear a little cute dress after he does so he can take him out. And then Mia goes up to Vince and is like, oh, wait, but you wanted to take me out sometime. What was that place you wanted me to go to? And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, it's called Cha-Cha-Cha. Phenomenal restaurant name. Somebody get on it. Um, and then she just turns around. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's it. And she turns around. And it's like, Brian, you can take me there. How about Friday at 10? Fucking PM? What are these people doing? Eating dinner at 10 PM? My, I'm in bed. I'm in bed watching TikToks, falling asleep within 15 minutes. Like, what? Friday night, 10 p.m. dinner. It is absurd. Ugh. But anyway, it makes Vince mad. He, like, storms off. The next day, Brian is back at work at Harry's, even though we established that he doesn't work at Harry's anymore. But it's fine. He's back there. And Hector rolls in with his crew, trying to get parts for three Honda Civics. Which is suspicious, because those are the cars that the bad guys use. So Brian is, like, delivering the equipment for him to his garage, and he decides to be sneaky and investigate. And he gets in the garage, he finds the Hondas, and he even looks, and he's like, ooh, these look like they even have, like, the tires that they said were the tires on the bad cars. And then Vince shows up all of a sudden and knocks him the fuck out, and so... He takes him to Dom, and Dom interrogates him, and Vince is completely convinced that Brian is a cop. But Brian somehow convinces Dom that he was just investigating the cars because he can't lose again. So he wants to know, like, what he's up against. So they go to investigate Tran, like the Tran family garage, where they have a bunch of electronics still in boxes in there. Suspicious, suspicious, suspicious. And then the cousins, the Tran cousins, show up and, like, fuck up a mechanic. Like, just waterboard him with oil. It is messed up. It's very weird. It's also very just unnecessary. It's like, we already knew these were, like, bad guys. We didn't need all this extra, but they did it. Okay. Brian then debriefs the FBI and LAPD on the situation, and Brian is convinced that Toretto is not in on the scheme. But his sergeant does not feel the same way and shows him pictures of a guy that Toretto, like, 
almost beat to death. And he was like, this man is capable of, like, really bad things. So he's a bad guy. All right. But Brian's like, no, I need a few more days to figure it out. And so back at Dom's garage, <laughs> Dom and Brian are together. Uh, it's like his, like, personal home garage this time. Uh, and Brian tells Dom that he's taking his sister out. And he's like, I'll break, you break her heart, I'll break your neck. Classic. And he's like, I'm going to take you to see something. And they go to his house. And he shows him, like, a car that Dom and his father built together. And it's, like, wholesome. And then we find out that Dom's dad was a professional race race car driver who got into a tragic accident. And he was at the race that he died at. Like, he watched him burn to death. It was very traumatizing. The person that um, Dom actually almost beat to death was actually the person who caused... The wreck that killed his father. So it's like, okay, these scenes connect. They're still not okay. You shouldn't beat someone. Yeah, but anyway. But it got him banned from the racetrack, so therefore he had to... The only way he could race was street racing. Aha. And he says that he lives his life a quarter mile at a time. Because during those ten seconds, he's free. Okay, so ten second car. It's ten seconds a quarter mile. What? So he wants a car that can go a quarter mile in ten seconds. Okay. Sure. Alright, cool. Then Brian and Mia are on their date, which is, like, nice. And she's like, well, you know, <sighs> Dom, you really like Dom. And you're out with me. And Brian is like, no. It's you who pulled me in. Romance. And she's like, let's go driving. And she drives and is like full wild and out. And then we see, it cuts to the three Hondas with the green underlights are back at it again, trying to take out another truck. And Ryan, Brian gets woken up while he's in bed with Mia, of course, uh, to be told that it's happening. And uh, they're like, we're going to raid the uh, the houses of the two tran cousins and he's like okay got it um then we get like a fun montage of the dom's crew working on the car and then ryan with the full fucking swat team getting together to invade the cousins uh and at one point like letty just fucks dom in the garage part of the classic montage stuff uh yeah and they like invade uh, the Tran cousins' houses, and one of their dads like slaps him in the face, so he's been disgraced. It's very dramatic. Back at the compound of like the investigation, we find out that the electronics that they uh, seized were purchased legally, so it was a bust. That uh, raid was a complete bust. And Brian is given only 36 hours to find the actual heist crew because the truckers are now arming themselves to defend against the hijackings. Whew. The next day, Brian and Dom casually street race just in the middle of the day, like a jackass in a sports car for really no reason. Um, it's just like fun. And then Dom 
can tell something is up with Brian. And Brian confronts him, being like, I know that you cannot afford to be paying for all this cool car stuff by just, like, having your little restaurant and working as a mechanic. And I want in on what you're doing on the side. And so Dom just, like, slides a little piece of paper across the table. He's like, what's this? And he's like, it's directions to race wars. <laughs> The name of the big race is Race Wars. Oh my gosh. Oh, what a mess. Okay. Uh, okay. So he wants them to see how he does in the race. And if he does well, then they'll talk. Then we are at Race Wars. God. Which, jeez. Oh, it's like on like an abandoned military base or something. It's very weird. And there are like wet t-shirt contests happening. And just like girls pulling their whole asses out. It is very odd. It's just midday. Hot sun. It's okay. Uh we see, like, a gross man in a car who is, like, somehow talking to Letty, who is also in, like, they're just, like, driving their cars next to each other, and they're having a, like, normal volume conversation, which is impossible <laughs> in two loud running cars, but whatever, they, like, talk to each other, and he is like, ooh, I'll race you for that sweet ass, and she's like, no, we're gonna race for $2,000. Which they just both have on their person. I guess you came, like, with two grand minimum, I guess, is all the races. Like, what? It's the standard. It's the standard race amount. You just came with stacks of $2,000. And, of course, they race, and she beats the absolute shit out of him. And so that's nice. <sighs> Jesse, that's the name of the, like, car whiz engineer boy with ADD. He's there, and he tells Brian that he's going to put his dad's car slip up in a in a race so that he can win money for when his dad gets out of prison so that they can have a nice life together. And that's, like, wholesome. But Brian's like, don't do that, though. Don't do that. But Jesse rolls up, and he's like, nah, I'm gonna do it. And we find out that the person he is racing is Tran, Right? And so that's bad because he loses. He loses real bad. And Jesse just takes off. He just keeps driving in that car that he just lost to Tran. So Tran comes up to Dom and accuses him of being the one that, like, ratted him out, who narked on him to the feds, which immediately sets Dom off, and they start fighting, and it's like a big thing. Everybody starts fighting. And then it's just suddenly nighttime. And it's like a big party at Race Wars. Uh, and they're dancing. And there's even somebody with like those weird like finger light things that they just like wiggle around. Yep, very fun banging techno music. Um, Brian goes to hang out with Mia, but he sees her having a fight with Dom. And then Dom takes off with Tran. And Brian tries to get Mia to tell him like what's going on. And he's like, it's about the trucks. 
isn't it? And she's like, what are you talking about? And then Brian reveals that he is a cop to her. And she's super mad. But he convinces her to help him because it's going to help Dom, like, stay out of trouble. That You know, he's not going to get in any trouble. All right. Then we see Dom with his crew. And they're in the Honda Civics. Ah, getting set up. But everybody on the crew is all like, I don't think we should do this. I think your sister was right. Like, we got a bad feeling about this. But Dom is like, no, this is the last one. If we do it, then we can quit and we'll be good. And so everybody's like, all right. Brian and Mia manage to track down where Dom is. Like, they get his coordinates. And apparently Dom and them are right outside of Coachella. So that's fun. Um... We see it, but they're like 40 miles away from them. So it's going to take a minute to get there. We see Dom and his crew surround a truck. It's now the morning times. We see them surround the truck. They do their classic moves that we saw at the beginning where they fucking shoot a grappling hook <laughs> through the windshield. And it's Vince that is the one operating this grappling hook. And he shoots the second grappling hook into the truck and he gets on the front of the truck but the trucker is armed and pulls out a shotgun and shoots at him vince is then like trapped on the front of the truck and dom pulls to the side to try and get him but then he's just fucking the trucker just like shoots the car then fucks up the tires and he like can't get close enough to get Vince and Vince has gotten like tangled up in the rope of the fucking grappling hook and is just like trapped to the truck and Letty like tries to come and distract him but the trucker shoots out her tires and so she like flips the car like flips a bunch of times and um, the other dude with him has to go and like help her and so then it's just like really fucked Uh, But Brian shows up at the perfect time and he like just kicks off the top of his fucking car somehow while Mia takes the wheel and Brian proceeds to stand up on the side of the car and jump onto the side of the truck to get Vince off of it. And at this point, the truck driver is like trying to reload his shotgun, which I don't know why he just like why they all haven't stopped the fucking cars. I don't like, but okay. Uh, So he, like, shoots again. Vince gets shot in the side. Dom and everyone are able to get, like, Vince. And then they go to the car, like, to make sure that um, Letty and everybody is okay. They're all, like, stopped there. And Vince is like, all right, like, Vince is really fucked up. And Brian is like, okay, if we don't get him help, he's going to die, like, in, like, ten minutes. (laughs) Uh, so Brian pulls out his cell phone and calls for a helicopter and reveals to everyone that he is a cop. So Dom and all their crew, including Mia, take off once the copter comes and takes Vince. And Brian goes to Dom's house where Dom has his dad's car pulled out of the garage and is holding a big-ass shotgun. And Brian tries to convince Dom not to leave, but Dom says that he has to find Jesse because he's the only person 
that he has ever had. And then Jesse just shows up, perfect timing, and is like apologizing and saying that he was just like really scared. That's why he took off. And of course, while he's doing this, Tran rolls up on his motorcycle and does a drive-by and shoots up like the cars and everybody and kills Jesse. It's very sad. Gosh, it's really sad. And um, yeah, so then while Jesse is like laying there, um, Brian gets into his car to chase them, to get them. And then Dom stays there for a second and then gets into his own car to also like chase them down. Ugh. And um, they, um, Dom chases one of the Tran cousins like off of a cliff. And then Brian ends up uh, shooting the other one down. And then when he gets that one down, he calls the cops. He sees Dom in his car. And so he gets back in his car and he starts to chase him. And they like, meet up on like a street and Dom reveals that he used to drag race there when he was in high school and he was like the train track down there is exactly a quarter mile away and so <laughs> they fucking race <laughs> of course they do and Brian starts to like gain on Dom a little bit but then Dom like takes like a pretty solid lead when the train starts to come and Dom's car Starts to, like, fucking falter a little. Because it's, like, a really old car that he built with his dad. It was not built for this. Um, but it seems like Brian has finally figured out how to use the clutch correctly. And starts to, like, mm, get it. And then Dom's car is starting to shake real bad. And the cha- train is quickly approaching. And they look at each other. <laughs> and they, like, smile. <laughs> When when they, like, both, like, jet out over in front of this train and, like, narrowly misses them. And they're just, like, pleased as punch with themselves. When suddenly Dom just fucking hits a semi-truck. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It's not. It's it's ridiculous. He just hits this fucking semi-truck. He does not die. He is alive. Obviously, he does not die. There are nine more films. So, yeah. Dom hits a semi-truck and totally wrecks his car. Um, and he's messed up and he's getting out of the car. <laughs> and Brian goes to check on him. <laughs> and Dom just goes, that's not what I had in mind. <laughs> and then we can like hear faintly the sound of like sirens and cop cars. And Brian hands Dom his keys And he says, I owe you a 10-second car. And then Dom gets in the car and, like, takes off. And Brian just walks in slow motion, squinty-eyed, into the sun. And that's the end of the film. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow-wow-wee-wow-wow-wow-wow-wow-wow-wow-wow-wee-wow. That is the film. (sighs) Yep. Yeah. When this film came out, it premiered at number one at the box office. To be fair, the films that, like, came out at the same time 
were it was up against Doctor Doolittle two, Laura Croft Tomb Raider, and Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Which like honestly, okay, that is like kind of impressive. Like you've got like two like family friendly films, and it was June. It was like summertime too. Um, the DVD release of The Fast, The Fast and The Furious sold 2.1 million copies during its first day of release, making it the second highest single-day DVD sales of any film behind Pearl Harbor. Oh, wow. It also made $18.6 million in DVD rentals, which was the highest at the time, beating Castaway, which had $18 million. Uh, it, and it held the record for highest until Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone came out. Yep. Ugh. It has um, <laughs> a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I forgot to pull up the litter box, um, but it's, it's probably not very high. <laughs> I did a little research into the, how these, like how this happened. How did this get made? That's also a great podcast. You should listen to that. And I think they did this film, um, but I haven't listened to it. So I should. Anyway, the director, Rob Cohen, was inspired to make the film after reading a 1998 Vibe magazine article titled Racer X. <gasps> That's why it's called Fast X. <laughs> oh, wow. That's fun. Um, uh, yeah, it was an article about street racing in New York City. And the director, Rob Cohen, actually watched an, an, an illegal street race at night in Los Angeles. So there you go. Um, the role of Dom was originally offered to Eminem, but he turned it down for 8 Mile, which was the right choice. He got an Oscar, so good for him. Um, Vin Diesel actually had to be convinced to take the role, which I'm like, homie, you almost fucked that up for yourself. He's made so much money on these. Um... The role of Mia was originally written for Eliza Dushku, which I don't know who she is. Unfortunately, she's probably cool. I'm sorry. Um, but she turned on the role. And Sarah Michelle Gellar, Jessica Biel, Kirsten Dunst, and Natalie Portman all auditioned for the role. Wild. Also, before the filming, Michelle Rodriguez did not have her driver's license, so she had to take driving lessons during production. And the biggest, wildest fact of them all is that during the filming of the movie, 78 cars were wrecked, both on and off screen. Out of the 78 cars, three cars were shown being destroyed in the film's trailer alone. How did they have the money? Like, how did they have the money? I guess, like, Honda gave them cars because, like, they said, like, Honda Civics and stuff. But it's like, really? They were souping up Honda Civics? They were souping up 2001 Honda Civics? It was probably, like, 90. What? (laughs) No. I don't believe you. (sighs) 
Anyway, do I relate to this film? No. <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> it's so wild. I don't like driving fast. Um, I didn't get my license until, how old was I? Like, 23, I think. Yeah, I don't think, I, yeah, I think I was 23. I'm in 2016. Yeah, I got my license in 2016. Because I don't like driving. It stresses me out. It's not fun. I'm okay with it now, but I still don't love it. Um, I don't like to go fast. It's scary. <laughs> uh, race wars. Oh my god. <laughs> ja Rule. There's so much. There's so much. Are you okay? I'm just going to check in on you. Are you alright? Um, yeah. <laughs> that was Fast and Furious. <sighs> Are we ready for the rest of them? I don't see how we possibly could be. You know, it's like... <sighs> I'm not. I'm not ready for the rest of these. But I'm going to do them. Um... Yeah, the, also, the podcast will be bi-weekly now so that I don't burn myself out. Um, so we'll take on Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> uh, not this next week, but the week after. So look forward to that. If you have the gumption for it, I, I understand if you do not. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, um, that was that. Uh... I have been your friendly neighborhood fat friend, Allie, and I love you so much. I don't even need two canisters of Nas to move my love fast. I don't, I don't know. I, I am bad at these. And yep, I have continued to not be good at them. You're welcome. Okay. Um, bye.